you're listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We created the show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 84 of the Lifted Life Podcast. And today we are talking about powerful questions. Now, if you scroll back through the episodes, through the archives, you will find an episode titled The Power of a Better Question. Do you remember that episode? Did you even know we did that? I want to say yes, but I don't. I don't remember. It was amazing. Um, It was amazing, and it was also similar to what we're talking about today, but it's been a while, and we have some new, kind of new ways to approach it. And as always, with this week's episode, this topic came up within our family life, and so it's top of mind. And we've been playing around with this idea of what is a powerful question, what is the benefit of using powerful questions and so we think it's going to be an amazing show and we're glad you tuned in first of all our son he's a deep thinker he's 11 but he's also been called 111 yeah he says things like they just don't make things like they used to kids these days etc the weather he's he's the weather man we call him the weather man it's a high today of 64 approximately around four o'clock we could expect some rain or is it a school night? I don't know. It's going to rain tomorrow. I don't know if we should go, go out and get down. ice cream. It's probably not a good idea. <laughs> we love that guy. He's funny. Um, so we were on a walk, and he said something along the lines of, I, how, how did he phrase it? What am I going to do with my life? What? Yeah. What yeah. am I going to do with my life? And I think you responded with, what about, what would I like to do with my yeah, life? Yeah, I think I said, that, that's a question. We could also ask this question. What do I want to do with my life? What would I enjoy to do with my life? Right. And I don't know if every 11-year-old asks this question, but <laughs> it's very common for this type of guy. So we just kind of helped him rephrase it a little bit. And I just thought we could spend some time talking about the power of a better question, but also what the importance is behind questions. You might just say, what's the big deal? Questions. Well, the big deal is that our brain is a series of questions and answers. And if you don't realize it already, you are asking yourself question after question and you're providing an answer. Any question I say right now, our brain is designed to respond to. What did you have for lunch? What did you have for breakfast today? Your, your brain and my brain will think back to it. And so when a question pops into our mind, our brain automatically gets to work on answering the question. And so once we understand this role, then we can begin to shift those questions so that we have better answers. And I can't remember the who said it, but this famous quote that I absolutely love, your life is determined by the quality of the questions you ask Mm. yourself, something like that. And so today we're talking about powerful questions. So what comes to mind for you when we're talking about these powerful questions? I've been chitty chatting pretty much the whole time. <laughs> um, I use it as a, as a journal prompt. Um, I got this, I'm sure, from Abraham, but it was a series of questions, and it starts really general and gets a little bit more specific. Um, but it's mostly around how how you feel or how I want to feel. So, like one of the questions is, "How happy am I?" And I usually just write that in my journal. Then I'll start basically answering it and I go through all the ways that, that I ha- what I have now that I'm happy about and sometimes I'll even write stuff I don't have that will make me happy or as if I have it mm-hmm. and I feel like when I do that that's priming my brain to like it doesn't really know if I have it or don't have it 
It just knows that that's a question I asked it and is trying to solve it. Mm-hmm. What's another one? I notice I do that clicking a lot. I'm going to try to stop doing that. Let me just look over here. I watched it myself, um, a video of myself, and then I noticed like I click. Like, you the click whole or time. whistle? I don't think I it. whistle. <laughs> click and whistle. <laughs> How happy can I be? How good can I feel? What are the best feeling thoughts I can think right now? Okay. How happy can I be? What an interesting, what, like, if you're in a bad mood, wouldn't you just be like, I don't know, not very? Usually I answer that with, it is limitless. Like, it truly is limitless. Like, just when you reach that next level of happiness, there's... There's something more. There's something beyond yeah. it, a deeper... Emotion. You normalize that, then there's the next thing. And then, for me, that, that helps. Like, this realize that it really is a series of steps. And I, I know that there's not an end, but knowing that really you just need to get to the next step, to the next step, to the next step, mm-hmm. that helps me journaling. Mm-hmm. So kind of as I'm drifting back to the conversation that started it all, our son asking, what am I even going to do with my life? It's interesting because I think probably this week I had the question of what's this all for? Like, why do we do this? Like, why am I doing this? The grind or what? Just life. <laughs> like, Why? But that's not a powerful question. That just leads to more like finding more examples that are more of that weak question, like why me, like the whininess. I just attracts more whininess. So what's a more powerful question? Um, man, the one I told you was really good and I lost it. Well, one that comes to mind for me. Oh, you got it? Go. How can I do more of what I love and get even more happy or mm-hmm. become more happy? Mm-hmm. Do more of what you want and enjoy it more mm-hmm. or... That sort of thing. Cool. One, the thought that came to my mind or the question was, given that this is happening, what would I like to create? Which is a Steve Chandler question. I can't Mm -hmm. take credit for that one, but I do love it. Given that this, given that it's raining, what would I like to create? Given that it's now 90 degrees and it's too hot for me, what would I like to create? I have a small window. (laughs) Not a literal window. This room is filled with windows, and it's also filled with the noise of a chainsaw in the background. But we tested it, and we don't you think can't you can hear it. We don't think you can hear it. If you can hear it, press one. <laughs> Just kidding. This is not. Don't press one. You can press one. I don't know what will happen. Okay, so back to this idea. Our brain is a series of questions and answers, and we kind of caught our son in a bit of a tangled question, and we said, "Is that the most powerful way to phrase that question?" I think it's valid to say, "What what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. What am what is the point?" of my life today. I don't think it's always necessarily heavy, but we just tweaked it a little for him. Instead of saying, what am I even going to do with my life? We changed it just a little to, we suggested he say, or ask himself, what would I like to create with my life? See how much lighter that second question is? It just creates a whole other feeling. But also to be honest, I mean, you kind of would have had to been there to hear him ask the question, but it wasn't this cheery, like, what am I going to do with my life? It was more like, what am I going to do now? Like, it was very, like, heavy. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing with my life. And I think that's the point we were trying to make with him, Him is when you ask that different question that felt better, felt yeah. lighter, immediately you could see him kind of... Yes. It reminds me of another area of life that maybe many of us have dealt with, which is a constantly cluttered or messy home. Mm-hmm. And there's one way of asking that question, which feels heavy, example A, why am I so sloppy? Why am I such a slob? And that is a question that brings about a lot of excuses and low vibration answers. Well, my mom is a slob or that's that's not true. I'm just saying like someone could lean to that. Well, um, 
I am naturally a slob. I was just born this way. I, I'm too lazy. I wasn't born this way, but I'm making a choice to be this sloppy, so I'm lazy. Okay, that's the kind of answers that come from that kind of question. Mm -hmm. So then let's switch the question around. Let's ask a better question. Let's ask a powerful question. And the question I love in this instance is, how would I like to honor my space? It's a kind of similar, the topic is the same, but it leads to very different answers. Well, I'd like to honor my space by clearing out the clutter. I'd like to honor my space by uh, dusting and clearing out some of the things that I don't need anymore. I'd like to honor my space by making it more spacious and more open to creative endeavors. That's a simple shift between two questions that lead to two very, very different answers. So a powerful question will lead to powerful answers. And if you're not sure if you're asking powerful questions or not, the indicator is how you feel when you answer it. Just like when we shifted it for Elias, our son, instead of saying, what am I even going to do with my life? We, we flipped it and said, what would you love to do with your life? What would you like to do with your life? And then ideas started flowing and there was a lightness to it. That is the indicator, in my opinion, if your question is powerful or not. If it's light, then it's right. I would argue that you're after the, you're more after the energetic feeling, feeling than you are um, getting the in answer. My getting in my feelings. <laughs> like, you don't, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just how you feel when you answer it. Right. Right? That's I mean, the real... That's what you're really after. You're not really trying to get it correct or... Right. It's more about how do you feel when you ask this question? Knowing that my brain is a series of questions and answers, how I feel after I ask it is the indicator. It's not that I'm trying to get all the questions right to get an A, but I think when we feel better, we can take more risks, take more actions, go after the things we want. And so it is about the feeling. And I think it's important to know that when you create a thought that's powerful and intentional and on purpose, that creates feelings as well the thought creates the feeling in your body it reminds me so much of like the last episode of impossible dream i think it's okay to answer that with something that you feel may not be possible right now like i would answer it in a way that if i was a millionaire doing all these things and like all all these things that come to mind it's okay for that to be the answer yeah to the question sounds good i was pulling up the review i I already had it ready i had you No, you got nothing on me, Tim Hall. All right. So we'll take a quick break to thank our sponsor, and then we'll get back to the show, back to actionable ways that you can put this to use. So today's sponsor of the Lifted Life podcast is Redoxy by Lifted Naturals. Hey, that's us. Not only are we the co-founders of Lifted, we are the co-hosts of the show. So uh, this review, I loved the... Um, name of the reviewer. I don't think this person's in our group or anything, but they may reach out to me and say, no, you do know it's me, but... If that's the case, sorry. Fitz Willie Air Cookie said. (laughs) Good deal. The vitamin C is a good price and easy to take. No unwanted side effects like heartburn or upset tummy. Now, the reason I chose to highlight this one, even though it didn't say anything about energy and mood, which is the two main things that we're basically sharing vitamin C has helped us with, is that I chose this one because it is for the 300 milligram redoxy or vitamin C ascorbic acid that's the lower dose and that is the dosage we recommend you start with if you're new to vitamin C Uh, per milligram thousand milligram is a better price overall but if you're new to it we Mm -hmm. highly recommend you start with 300s to give your body time to get used to the um, 
the shifts that happen in your body as your body achieves redox balance. So um, if you are new to vitamin C, we recommend the 300 milligram. And a lot of people do reach out to ask if they can take redox C with our probiotic. And for that, we say, yes, vitamin C and probiotics are a great combination. Of course, talk to your doctor about any specific concerns you have. On with the show. Nope. Back to the review. What? Back to the review. I don't know what made me think of this, but I saw a question come through today or recently saying, I don't take capsules. I, I can't swallow them. What do I do? Can I crush it up? Mm-hmm. Technically, they cannot crush it up because it's in a cellulose capsule, but they can open the capsule and pour it into something. Correct? Yes. Yes. You can definitely do that. The probiotics, a lot of people mix in to their smoothies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the vitamin C, you can also do that. That's no problem. The blend was actually the question this customer you're okay. talking about asked, and I said you can open it. It might have a bit of a flavor because it does have a few different mm-hmm. ingredients. That's our vitamin mineral blend, mm-hmm. uh, but it does have ascorbic acid in it as well, which will kind of tarten it up. So, um, yeah, we don't crush it. You would open it and cool. sprinkle a wee oh, bit. What made me think of that? Probably something he said. Probably. So thank you to, what was the name? If you can say the name of that reviewer, you get $5. Me? Yeah, the one, the funny one. Air cookie? That's part of it. Ricky Air Cookie. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. Fitzwilly Air Cookie. Fitzwilly Air Cookie. That $5 is not yours today, Tim. Back to the show. Okay. What are we talking about today? We are talking about a powerful question. Yes. And I think that if you go back to our other episode where we're talking about... um, what was the other episode called? Asking a better question. Yeah, asking a better question. And I think that's kind of the idea of this too, is I think the best kind of takeaway would be to start becoming aware of how right I am that your brain is a series of questions and answers. What am I going to do with this crap? Why is this crap here anyway? We are literally asking ourselves questions and answering them in our mind. 50 to 60,000 thoughts a day. Some say even more than that. It's hard to get that number knuckled down just right. But out of those thousands and thousands of thoughts, they are mostly questions and answers. I was thinking before the show, I was waiting for you to come up here to start recording. This is really simple. And I thought I could see it being something that was like, this is so silly. Why would I do this? And as you were describing earlier, you, you said the word simplicity. And I think that's why it works so well is because it's easy. Try it. Just try it. Hear yourself ask that question like our son did. And, of course, we caught it immediately. Like, that's not the question you need to ask. But in your daily life, just think about the questions you're asking yourself and say, is that a powerful question? And then think about how to flip it if it's not. I think that we get so used to believing everything we think. Yeah. And I think that the reminder of you don't have to believe everything you think, that's one of the best ways that I can let go of being mad. You get kind of frustrated and you're like, dang it, I don't want to be mad anymore, but I'm just so frustrated with you. And I... I got to justify it because I'm this angry. I have to justify (laughs) this anger. And I, on the other hand, I'm like, I can fight for it. I can see that. I can also see how I can easily fight for feeling better. And I can just not take every thought so seriously. I can watch a thought come into my mind about you being... X, Y, or Z, and I can also just watch it float away and think of another thought because I've learned that I don't have to believe everything I think. Well, I love that um, a belief is just a thought you've thought repeatedly. Yes. And 
You thought, kind of, thought and thought, and then you found evidence for. So once you decided you're going to believe it, you continue to find evidence for it. So when you find evidence for something outside of what you believe, it's called cognitive dissonance, and it's very uncomfortable. You shift away from it because you're like, nope, that's not what I believe. Yeah. And so when you begin to realize the thoughts you think about yourself might not be the most useful thoughts to think, it can be uncomfortable because you've thought them for so long. It, but every time I actually think about that, which it sounds weird to say it that way. Super meta. Every time that I put focus and energy and thought on that, and I think that everything I believe are just thoughts that I've thought repeatedly enough and found some evidence mm -hmm. somewhere that fits in what I'm looking at, what I'm looking for, mm -hmm. then it's a belief. Yes. Which means that none of this is real. And that just every time. Or, or, or all of it's real. Or I have more control over what is real than I really think that's why i love the hashtag you are the creator of your own universe but yep. it's a really long hashtag so i don't even know if anybody searches it but i use it a lot follow mm. us over on instagram at lifted naturals for, <laughs> for use of that hashtag and more uh, i'm looking at one of my favorite beautiful house plants and i'm thinking about my sister who recently reevaluated a belief that she's terrible with house plants somehow mm. she got that belief probably killed one right probably killed one house plant like well that's it i'm done and then she recently realized that wasn't very useful because houseplants are really great to have in your home, great decor, great for the air, the quality of your air. And she realized maybe I could be better at houseplants. Maybe if I just believed I was better at them. And I don't think she's killed one since. Right? Yeah. yeah. Because the power of our thoughts, the power of our beliefs, and so the power of our questions, the questions and answers. So this week's show is really about bringing a new level of awareness to how often we're thinking questions and how easily those answers come to mind and starting to challenge what we believe to be true, especially if it's not useful. I'm not saying you have to change the way you think about everything, but to be willing to see that some of the things that we've established, some of the beliefs we've established about ourselves might not be the most useful because they're keeping us stuck where we are. And really life is always changing. If we feel stuck, it's because we just keep thinking the same thoughts. All around us, things are changing. And if we are open to the changes and we're willing to change our mind, the biggest change of all, we can create some amazing stuff in our life. <laughs> That's a wrap. Any wow. other, anything else you want to add? Um, I think I already added the part I wanted to add. Just give it a shot. Like It sounds simple and even... As simple as it is, it, it does work. It it does help shift um, into a, a lighter energy. Well, and one other thing I decided I wanted to add just now is that it's useful sometimes to write down powerful questions. Mm. And you gave a few mm -hmm. earlier, but there's so many. You can mm -hmm. do a quick search or go to Pinterest. I'm sure there's tons of prompts, but if our life is a series of questions and answers and the quality of our life is reflected by the quality of the questions we ask ourselves, why wouldn't we spend more time digging deep to find better questions? Given that this is happening, what would I like to create? How do I really want to feel right now? Who am I being? How do I want to show up today? Well, I think the beauty of that is when you ask that question, your subconscious is trying to find the answer. Mm -hmm. So when you ask a good question, it's going to bring back a good answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you ask these low vibe questions, you get a low vibe answer. Yeah, and I think that we get into a default setting of asking the low vibe questions, not because we're broken or something's terribly wrong with us, but because it, we get stuck in a survival pattern. Mm. And if you want to elevate to a thrivival pattern, 
That's a word. Wow, that's a good, that's a good one. It's not a word. It's not a um, word. Then start doing your research. Start putting the effort into what kind of amazing questions would I like to be asking myself? See how I said, would I like to be, not should I be asking myself? Because I continually play with the power of words. And we would like you to do the same. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to click over and leave a rating and review. I believe once you're already in the app, it won't let you. You have to go back, type in the search, the Lifted Life podcast. Then you pull it up, you scroll, you click the five stars, you add why you love us. If you do, we would appreciate it. We recently got a new review for the podcast. I didn't tell you about it, but made my day. Um, we definitely get people writing us that they love the show over on Instagram, which is good for our ego, but not as good for the search. So if you are enjoying the show, your review helps us a ton, helps us get the word out about the lifted life. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Take care.